Welcome to Commander L Podcast, featuring powerful messages by Commander L, founder and pastor of the Kingdom Ambassadors, a movement dedicated to steering young people of Africa and the world, bringing a revolutionary message and showcasing God's existence in today's advanced world. Listen and be blessed. I'm going to be teaching you as straightforward as possible on the prophetic and i'm going to be teaching it as accurately as possible as what the lord wants me to do the focus that the lord has i'm going to be teaching it and then i'm going to be giving it to you as practically as possible so that you would have practical things you can implement practical things that you can you can apply to your life and to the prophetic so I want us to um, quickly go to First Corinthians chapter fourteen, verse five. First Corinthians chapter fourteen, verse five. I wish you could all speak in tongues, but even more, I wish you could all prophesy. For prophecy is greater than speaking in tongues, unless someone interprets what you are saying, so that the whole church will be strengthened. Amen. Amen. So he says that I wish that you could all prophesy. I wish that you could all prophesy. So the first thing I want everybody to know is that it is the will of God that every believer should prophesy. So that is point number one and I want you to write that down. It is the will of God that every believer should prophesy. It is the will of God that every believer should prophesy. It is the will of God that all believers should prophesy. Now, we're going to look at Numbers chapter 11, verse 29. Numbers chapter 11, verse 29. But Moses replied, Are you jealous for my sake? I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them all. Amen. Amen. He says, I wish that all of God's people were prophets and that the Lord will put his spirit upon all of them. This was Moses' wish that all of God's people were prophets and that God will put his spirit upon all of them. And, and the understanding must be there that, listen, the prophetic is something that is the will of God for every single believer. It is the will of God for every single believer that there is a prophetic manifestation in your life. It doesn't matter whether you're a baby Christian. It doesn't matter whether you feel like, you know, I'm not, I'm not really matured in the things of God or I just, I'm just trying to figure out the Christian life or even things seem to be working already. None of that really matters. What, what really matters is the fact that it is the will of God that every single believer functions, operates in the prophetic. We then move on to the next most important question then, which is that if every believer is to prophesy, then what is the use of the office of the prophet? What is the use of the office of the prophet? So, the next point I'm going to be giving you is that the prophetic is primarily in two folds. 
the prophetic is primarily in two folds. The prophetic is primarily in two folds. Number one, the prophetic as a nature of believers. Number one is the prophetic as a nature of believers. The prophetic as a nature of believers. And then number two is that the prophetic as a special endowment. The prophetic as a nature of believers. And then number two, the prophetic as a special endowment. The prophetic as a nature of believers. And number two, the prophetic as a special endowment. So every time you hear or think of the prophetic, these are the two folds within which you are to remember the prophetic, which is that number one, the prophetic as a nature of believers and then number two is that the prophetic has a special endowment meaning that when all is said and done in the most basic sense every believer must walk in the prophetic because it is their nature the same way as a child is growing up the child must breathe or the child's eyes must be open to see because it is human nature to see that is the same way um, that is the same way the believer or the child of God must walk in the prophetic because it is part of our nature and our process of growth it is the same way that a believer must walk in the prophetic because it is our nature when a child is growing up and the child cannot see we call it a deformity meaning that something that was supposed to be formed has not been formed so it is a deform a deformity it is the opposite of the formation that is happening so when a believer is not operating in the prophetic it is also a spiritual deformity because the prophetic it is the prophetic is a nature again i repeat of every single believer the prophetic is a nature of every single believer however there are believers who are given a special endowment to advance in the prophetic on a greater scale than the average believer because of a specific assignment that the father wants to accomplish with them so every believer can run every human being can run but there are some human beings that run as a profession everybody can talk but there are people who talk as a profession everybody looks around but somebody's job is to be a watchman. His job is to look around. So every believer's nature is the prophetic. But as far as our individual assignments are concerned, there are some people who are endowed on a larger scale with the prophetic because of the specific assignment God has for them. So they, they cannot be afforded the luxury of going through the normal process of growth these ones are endowed or enhanced in the prophetic so they can quickly grow to accomplish a purpose for the rest of believers so in first corinthians chapter 12 the bible lists spiritual gifts 
and he says the manifestations of the spirit is given to one for the benefit of all others and he says to one is given this to one is given that he lists different spiritual gifts then he added and to one is given prophecy by the same spirit so prophesying or prophecy can become a special endowment from the spirit depending on the assignment that God has for you so all of us have a brain all of us are intelligent all of us um, can accomplish things with our brain's capacity but you'll admit that there are different people as human beings who are endowed or more specially in certain things you may have a friend a nephew a brother or someone who seems to be more endowed as far as electronics are concerned you have a small cousin who seems to be to be to be to be very abreast with technology in such a way that even you that you are older cry you realize that no this guy is gifted he has something special with 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 this so it is the same in the world or in the space or in the family of believers we are all supposed to have the prophetic as a nature but there are some people who are endowed more with a with that gift so that they can accomplish a certain purpose for our benefit and they are the ones that we look at and say oh the prophet of god he's called into the prophetic office or he has a prophetic gift but primarily every believer is supposed to work in the prophetic now my job here is to talk to you about the prophetic as a nature of believers the prophetic as a nature of believers not the prophetic as a gift but the prophetic as a nature of believers so we saw it in first corinthians 14 verse 5 but paul said that he wishes everybody was prophesying we saw it in numbers when moses said that he wishes all of god's people were prophets and that and that god will pour out his spirit upon them so they can prophesy isn't that interesting but even more doesn't that sound familiar doesn't that sound familiar because when we go to acts chapter 2 verse 17 and erifa can you can you go there and read for me acts chapter 2 verse 17 acts chapter 2 verse 17 mm-hmm. in the last days god says i will pour out my spirit upon all people your sons and daughters will prophesy your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams no, amen the coming of the Holy Spirit the coming of the Holy Spirit is followed by a sign and what is that sign he says the sign is that your I'll pour out my spirit of flesh and your sons and daughters will prophesy meaning that there is a move of God that is going to hit the young people and the effect of the move is that they are going to primarily primarily manifest the prophetic gift all of them all your sons and daughters when the spirit is poured do you remember moses's prayer request he said how i wish that all of god's people were prophets and that he will pour his spirit upon all of you so in the last days when god pours out his spirit we see that the immediate manifestation is that every single believer is supposed to walk in the prophetic even more you the young ones by this alone 
we need to understand that the prophetic is not for the bishops. The prophetic is not for your pastor alone. The prophetic is not for the prophet of God alone. The prophetic is not for the campus minister. Some of you have people walk around from room to room who are in campuses and then come and preach to you and then prophesy to you. And in your mind, there was a strange man who had the prophetic who came to me. No, the prophetic is not for them alone. Some of you went somewhere to pray and then somebody prophesied into your life and you say, I met a prophet. The prophetic is not for that man alone. Some of you probably went on campus somewhere, praying somewhere, and somebody else who was praying walked up to you and gave you a word from God. And you immediately, your mind was that that person is a prophet of God. Some of you have uncles or aunties who say, I dreamt or I prayed and God told me. And immediately your mind is that that person is a prophet of God. The prophetic is not for them alone. Some of you have young ministers in your lives who are bullying you because they claim they can see and you cannot. But you see, the prophetic is primarily for every believer. The prophetic is primarily for every believer. It is not for the apostles, it is not for the bishops, it is not for the pastors alone. It is for every single believer. How then will I define the prophetic? When he says that in the last days you pour out his spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters will prophesy, what he meant by that was simply they will speak words by divine inspiration. So to prophesy in its most primary sense is speaking by divine inspiration. To prophesy in its most primary sense is to speak by divine inspiration. Some of you, to make this more practical for you, some of you, you walked by somewhere, you saw a beautiful white house. The house was color white, beautiful. And then when you saw the house, you looked at your friend and you said, Hey, money is good. Oh. Money is good. You said that to your friend, money is good. Do you know what happened? In a certain sense, you prophesied. Because what happened was that you allowed the house to be an inspiration for you to speak. The house was an inspiration. The house inspired you. It energized you. It motivated you to speak a certain word. So some of you walked somewhere and you saw somebody, probably a man or a woman or a boy or a girl, who was very handsome or who was very beautiful. In other words, something they saw has inspired them to utter a certain word. So they uttered those words by inspiration of the atmosphere of the school. Some of you were in town and then probably you saw something happen in the traffic or you saw some rubbish being poured somewhere or you saw an officer behave in, in, a, in an improper way and then you open your mouth and say, Ghana, dear. Those words you spoke were inspired by the officer or the rubbish or whatever you saw. So, things inspire us to speak in life. Now, when what is inspiring you to speak is something divine, is from God, we call it prophesying. In other words, 
when you finish praying or you are filled with the spirit and as a result of that something comes into your mind and you say it out you are prophesying When you are filled with the spirit and you see a fellow believer and a joy erupts in your heart and you feel like telling him something, you are prophesying. To prophesy is to speak by divine inspiration. This is the prophetic essentially to speak by divine inspiration. So when the prophet walks up to the king and says, Hey, King Ahab, that says the Lord. You will not even sit in your chariot before the rain comes. What is happening is that the prophet was inspired by the divine to say something. So he went to say it. So we call him a prophet. Moses will be in God's presence and will come out and will speak. And so we called him a prophet. Abraham will have conversations with God and then after will come and speak. God says, I know my servant Abraham. For anything that I tell him, he will tell his household. Meaning that the things Abraham used to say to his wife and his children were inspired by God. So, the Bible called Abraham also a prophet. In fact, Abraham was the first one called prophet in the Bible. But to prophesy simply is to speak by divine inspiration. Shall I tell you something more interesting? What I just gave you is the definition of the prophetic essentially. But from a wholesome perspective, I'll give you another definition. So in a wholesome context, the prophetic is having an understanding of the spirituals. In a wholesome context, the prophetic is having an understanding of the spirituals. In a wholesome context, the prophetic is having an understanding of the spirituals. In a wholesome context, the prophetic is having an understanding of the spirituals. Why? Because the prophetic comes with a few inclinations. What are some of the inclinations the prophetic comes with? The prophetic comes with a natural inclination to sensitivity. So you become sensitive naturally because of the prophetic. In other words, in order to sense something that is divine, in order to, to be able to speak by divine inspiration, you have to be able to feel it. You have to be able to know it. You have to be able to sense it in your spirit. And so the prophetic naturally makes you more sensitive. But here is the thing. You do not only become sensitive to the things of God. You become sensitive to the things of the spirit. Because God is spirit. So you no longer only be sensitive to what God is saying. But to what demons are doing. And to what any to anything at all that is happening within the confines of the spiritual. So you become sensitive generally to the spiritual so when you meet a prophet normally 
prophets are people who are very mysterious but that mystery comes as a result of their sensitivity to the spiritual so they tend to see things that normal people don't see they tend to experience things normal people don't experience they tend to have inclinations normal people don't have they tend to want to say no to things that everybody is saying yes to and they say yes to something that everybody is saying no to they want to go somewhere they don't want to go somewhere they want to leave a certain atmosphere they want to stay in a certain atmosphere they 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 are more the the atmospheres of god's presence are more intense to them because they have become generally more sensitive and that is how it is and it is supposed to be for every believer so generally i'm saying that i'm speaking on the fact that every single one of you believers must 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 it is the will of god and you must walk in the prophetic all god's people must prophesy all of god's people must prophesy all of god's people must speak by divine inspiration all of god's people must have a connection to the divine all of god's people and to be a little judgmental if you are a believer here and you don't speak by divine inspiration then you slack you slack like you really slack because when you become born again according to john 1 12 the most basic thing that happens to you is the fact that you have become born of god and the bible says god is spirit so the most basic thing that should happen to you is a heightened awareness of the spiritual because now you have become a part of a spiritual family so if you are here as a believer and you do not prophesy you slack like you slack one but thank God for these sessions that we are about to have which will usher you into an understanding and an experience of the prophetic if you are leaving today's meeting with anything it is the fact that every believer must prophesy and what is prophetic to speak by divine inspiration the same way you will see a beautiful painting and say ah this is so nice the painting inspired you to utter that sentence when it is the spirit of god that is inspiring you to utter the sentence then it is called prophesying then it is called prophesying so if you are leaving today's meeting with anything then it is the fact that number one all believers are supposed to prophesy according to god's will and then number two to prophesy is to speak by divine inspiration to speak by divine inspiration to speak by divine inspiration there are things god has to say that when you fellowship with him you tend to feel it and so they slip out of your mouth there are things that god is feeling that when you fellowship with him they slip out of your mouth there are even things because what the word of god the bible the word of god was written by divine inspiration that is why the bible is a big prophecy and so even by studying the bible and by studying by having your quiet time sometimes you are inspired a word in the quiet time hits you so much and when you see a particular friend you feel like quoting those words to the person 
the moment you do you are prophesying because now we know to prophesy is to speak by divine inspiration do you remember when god met ezekiel in the valley of dry bones the bible says that some gods carried ezekiel in the spirit and put him in a valley of dry bones now according to the bible it was a valley of bones that were shattered and scattered all around and god looked at him and asked him son of man can these bones live his response was god only you know and god said prophesy can you imagine god said prophesy but he didn't say to the bones thou says the lord because they prophesied and when he prophesied to the bones to come alive they said the bones began to find each other and then they formed into a full human body so prophesy was to speak by divine inspiration so at that point when god said ezekiel prophesy and he said bones come alive or bones join each other that's it immediately he was prophesying because the the in what he said was normal a normal sentence but what inspired the sentence was god so it's called prophesying So some of you you have been with people who said who said child don't go right now if you go and go and get an accident thing and and probably that thing the person said the person was prophesying as a priest of satan because the person was speaking on behalf of demons because demons wanted to put it in your mind that you you can get an accident and once fear is created the thing can manifest so you they said don't go like right now if you go and go and get an accident then suddenly the thing came in you that he, he just said what if i go as you say i will not get an accident in jesus name but you thought it was just a normal thought but probably that was the spirit of god screaming to you prophesy that was the spirit of god screaming to you prophesy korabashata prophesy until you say hey in the name of jesus i will not get an accident rather my journey will be smooth and sweet in fact i will meet helpers on the way you'll be surprised you'll go and you'll meet helpers on the way and that is it that is the prophetic that is the prophetic